Lots of trending issues in our society today. Our society is what it is as a result of our actions. In having a better society, building our society. What's my role? What's your role? What's your role? That's what her society program, Awujowa, is all about. An educative program where all and sundry will be able to listen and share their opinions as guests from different sectors will be coming into the show. It's a must listen for every home. Join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. as we both learn and impact lives. Don't miss it. Alright, good morning. It's a blessing to be among the living souls this morning. Uh, it's not by power or strength rather. It is a mercy from our Lord. And I say good morning to you, our dear listeners. We use this medium to celebrate all our Muslim brothers and sisters. We say Hid Mubarak. May Almighty Allah set all our supplications as an act of ibadah. So you are listening to your favorite show, Awujowa, Our Society, coming to you from OFM 92.5. From your favorite princess, Barakat Adejumamoram, okay? Okay. Saturday. Alright, as you know, on Hawujawa, we do have it uh, on every Saturday, 7 a.m. to um, 8 a.m. And uh, as usual, we do bring to your ears educative programs, uh, societal issues, and as well, bringing expert from different fields um, to enlighten us more on the topics or issues. So today, I have an amazing woman in the studio. She's an educationist, uh, a leader, and also an advocate for quality education. So, before I introduce my guest to you, uh, the subject of discussion today is uh, 21st century education and the digital technology era, the societal impact, implications, and the panacea. So, good morning, ma'am. Good morning. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's my pleasure to thank you. Can we meet you? My name is Mrs. Aliolufu Latifat. Wow, such a beautiful name. Thank you. So, we shall be discussing uh, 21st century education and the digital technology era, the societal impact, implications, and the panacea. Okay, 
All right, uh, so we all know what is trending in our society today because there are some schools that they do have um, uh, technological gadgets in their various schools and we still find it so difficult that um, these children or let me say the students in such school have not been able to leverage on opportunities on using technological gadgets so that is why we are bringing to you this amazing topic this morning and i hope that you will learn one or two things from it so all right, uh, as uh, I have Mrs. Ali Holuafi Latifat uh, with me in the studio, so she'll be helping us with this uh, conversation. All right, uh, good morning on the game, ma'am. Good morning, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you again. So let's start. Um, what can you say about 21st century education and technology? 21st century education oh before i go on i like us to talk about what we mean by education so education as we know it is the transfer of knowledge from one person to the other but i'll say that it goes beyond just that in the present world it isn't just about the transfer of knowledge as we have it maybe transfer of knowledge from the teacher to the student it has gone beyond that now it is almost like a cyclical thing knowledge comes from the teacher from the students and also from other facilities, resources that surrounds them. And so this is where technology comes in. The use of technology in education, technology serving as a resource, as a facility to be used to teach the students or to transfer knowledge to them or that the students use to complement their learning. Oh, that's great. <laughs> all right, uh, before we dwell into technology as a whole, I want you to talk about uh, the challenges um, we have in our education sector now in Nigeria presently. Because a lot of people do say uh, education is a scam, and we've seen a lot of people that uh, do say they don't believe in education. So we want to talk about this. We want our our listeners to listen and to learn from it. So what's your view? What are the challenges presently now in Nigeria? I would like to start from the statements that you made just now, which I've also come across around on the social media and some other platforms. That education is a scam. In fact, it's such a fallacy, it's a joke. Education can never be a scam. So that's a major problem because it all comes from our mentality, the way we see things. We think education is only restricted to the four walls of the school. And so we only think that, oh, whatever we've been taught in the school resides in our certificates. So that's a major challenge because education is not just about the certificates that we have. It is also about what we are able to do. So I think the first challenge we have about education in Nigeria 
is the challenge of correcting our mentality, thinking that education is all about our certificates, but really it goes beyond that. That's the first challenge. And then the second thing again is the lack of infrastructures. Yes, we have classrooms, but are they up to the standard? Are they the way classrooms are meant to be? Our classrooms, are they still a replica of what we had in the 19th century? We're talking about the 21st century for God's sake. So we shouldn't be having the same thing we used to have in those years. The classroom should not be the same thing as we had it in 1980. <laughs> it shouldn't even be the same thing that we had in 1999 exactly. or even in the year 2000. So we should have a 21st century compliance classroom. And what do we call a 21st century compliance classroom? It means a classroom where we have resources, not papers. We're talking about digital resources here. Computers, laptops, internet access, you know, all of those things. Screens that will make learning visible to the learners, not just stories for them to hear. Things they can also see. Yes. So we're talking about a 21st century classroom. If we're moving towards that, a classroom where learners can learn they can access information so we're talking about something that's connected to the world oh all right uh we're still coming back to to the question again because i have a uh, a question to ask on what you've just uh, said Nigeria, <laughs> And All right, um, I, I believe that those that do say uh, education is a scam would be listening and right now and they will know that it's not even a scam at all. At all. Because uh, if you have the mindset of owing, um, owning the certificate to yourself alone and that certificate is the only thing that can qualify you to have access to a good life, that means you've not learned actually. So now, how do this... Um, the challenge is how are they affecting our children? How are they affecting uh, learners? Yes, so 
for the learners, you know, we have different categories of learners. So I probably say the challenge of the mindset nowadays is affecting our youth majorly. So if, I, if I'm talking about the youth, I'm talking about people who are going beyond the teenage years. So let's talk about 15, 16, 17 years and above. So for them, they are think, the, the mindset around now is, oh, do I really need to go to school? What do I need to go to school to before? You know, I don't need to go to school before I, I can before I can achieve fame, before, yes. I, before I can achieve stardom. Like, you know, they'll probably be thinking there are shortcuts to success. Yes. But the truth is, there is no shortcut to success. Yes, they may be thinking, oh, is this education really necessary? But we need to give them the orientation. So I think the major thing that is affecting our youth now starts from their mindset, and that's a major implication for the youth. For the students so the other implication of it is you know when there's no access when there's no facility when you don't see learning as something that oh it's easy because you have the facilities to ease it it becomes boring you know schooling is not fun when you don't have the facilities to make it fun when you don't have the textbooks you don't have the material we're talking about there are some classes there are some subjects in secondary school that we teach in abstract and it's not possible to teach them in abstract like they have to see those things they have to see the experiment they have to see the litmus paper changing doing the experiment it's not something they just write down in paper you know so we have that major challenge they only hear these things. They write it down as they notes. Hardly see the they practical. hardly see the practical part of it. It's just as notes. Okay, this is how the heart is. They don't even see that, that dummy heart to actually see. The only thing they see is the picture in the textbook. So I think it's a major problem for the youth, for the children, for the students, because the things that motivate them to learn. To learn more, yes. More. They are not there. Oh. All right, uh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Ni ile we to ye pe on ta ba wi abi on ta ba mo on ta ba gini nu iwe on tu ba tu ba yas nu we na ni kan na la fi kan mo o ma je ki ile yi o ma je ki fasen abi lati man ni on gidi abi lati man ni ewo lati tesi waju fun awon ojo ibon to ba je pe nu ile eko to pe orisirisi e wo igba lode nitori pe awon awon secondary school awon ipele to tu kan leyin ile eko ako bere ni lewe sin o la won koko eko kan to ma ko won to pe won gbudo foju ara won ri iru awon kan to nsele yi iru awon kan ti won ko won yi eh ta ba ni ewo etu eko ati ewo igbalode ni lewe a je ki ilewe mu awon omo yi lo um mrs latifa i want you to mention some gadgets some technological gadgets that could age learning because as we are saying it some people do feel like ah, what are they talking about what are these um, technological gadgets that can actually aid learning and that is why we are doing this to enlighten our people okay thank you so 
the gadgets that can aid learning so probably starts from the computer as you know it's the computer the desktop computer the laptop the interactive boards you know there are some screens that can be on the wall in the classrooms that will make it easy for them to see all of these things um we have the ipad so the pad the bigger ones the ones that are bigger than the regular phones and then we have our phones too our phones are mini computers that can also be used to source for knowledge to learn and explore as the case may be so i think those are just some examples i can just imagine so. all right all right laptop iPad, computer, Alright, uh, so how has technology affected our uh, education positively and negatively now? Because uh, having all these gadgets now, I think there will be a kind of um, implication and uh, we, can, we will have uh, the positive one and the uh, negative one now. So we want to consider those things. How has it affected us positively? Let me start from that. Positively, it has uh, exposed us to the world. There are lots of, you know, probably coding programs that people get involved in now, students get involved in, and they're able to learn, you know, there's so much, anyway, let me just say that the way it is, there's so much money to be made in the data market, you know, lots of um, our youths are involved in coding, involved in creating applications, and all of that, so it has affected us positively in that way because it has made our life easier like it has made them exp uh, you know it has exposed students to know that oh there are different careers that we can pursue apart from the regular careers that we know yes yes so in that aspect it has and then for in the places where it is available it has made learning easier and fun there are lots of applications online now where you can practice for your exams you know when during the last jam my nephew at home practiced jump question as if it was at a CBT center. Wow. So it's actually aided his jump, you know, his preparation towards, yes, his performance. And at the end of the day, he scored way above 260 wow. in the jump because he was able to practice more using all of these technological devices. So that's a positive one. It's ATR learning. It's also a platform for people to know about different career opportunities and to also explore, you know, explore and grow in the careers that are centered around computer coding and data analysis and programming and all of that. And then another positive as aspect of it is also the fact that it connects us to the bigger world. You know, we're only way the world is a global village, you know because yes. of the use of technological devices yes, yes, yes. so we're able to see what is happening around the world and how to also key into it you know key into it bring beneficial things into our country and all of that well the negative aspect of it maybe if i go let's him tell those at home about it uh, 
Alright, so talking about the negative uh, aspects of the use of technology now on our youth and uh, our children. So, okay, so the negative aspects now, it's so saddening that parents want their kids to be exposed. They want their children to learn to use technology, but some of them are not ready to supervise. Mm. So there has to be supervision in place. There has to be enlightenment on how to use all of these devices. When there's no supervision, children will go into places they are not meant to go into online. Even when, if they are not online, even if it's not connected to the internet, some children are so distracted they cannot focus on their studies because all they want is to game 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 play games and you know what there are hormones scientists have studied that there are hormones that are released in the body when someone just stays stuck to only gaming gaming and seeking pleasure in just relaxing doing things online they are not actually related to learning or personal development so that's a major challenge for us in the educational sector the second one is now the popular one around and which is almost becoming so popular that Nigeria is becoming known with it and it's the yahoo yahoo <laughs> problem so if there's supervision it's only late to this these kids should let them not use the word kids the youth the students they should be exposed to technology with supervision so when it is supervised they wouldn't go into places they are not meant to go into when they have the right applications online they'll be able to use it to you know develop themselves learn more practice for exams do all what is right online so i think the negative impact i can bring out now is the impact of okay fine these youth are spending so much time on unnecessary things online and some of them are also using it in the negative way instead of the positive way for self-development, seeking knowledge, learning about what is happening in their outside world and bringing it to implement it in their own country, their states, as the case may be. So that's it all, all right i i agree with you because as you can see around us now everyone wants fame and you see uh even a kid of or let's say a girl of 15 years 14 years exposed to these uh gadgets you see them having posting videos in fact they are using it not even for their own personal development or learning anymore now so and um i think we still have a long way to go because we are still going to talk about that how we can cope this in our society uh e patonko ni e pati o dara tonko lawojo wa o no ni ati so lata awo nipa wipe lakoko ta ba so nipa imo ewo igbalode imo ewo igbalode da sugbon 
ti o ba si amojuto gidi nibe o ma nje ki awon o ma nje ka si lo iyan tun mo si pe a ni lo lolo toto ati ona to ye nipa eti oko kaka ka awon mo ka so pe awon odo so wa laye sin ki mo lo lolo toto atona to ye a ri pe won be sin laju sawon kan mi nitori pe ko si amojuto to lorun awon elomi won le fi ma play game awon elomi won le ma lo lolo ti oto ati ona ti oye nitori pe ko si amojuto nibe ta ba wa so nipa lagbaye logilede nigeria award ti awon mo nigeria gbaju ni pe awon ni best yawu yawu odo to wa ni orilede nigeria nitori kini won mojuto ewe igbalode to wa lowo won eh to ba pe mojuto ti wa lori ewe igbalode ni o seese ki gbogbo eleyi ko ma sele lorilede wa eh ti aba wa so nipa wi pe ewo igbalode agudo ma mojuto imojuto ye gangan o lo se koko nibe all right um uh, moving forward i think um what's the societal perception of the use of technology within and outside the school environment now because there are some things that our society will be like oh this is really bad and there are some things that people our society will say oh they will embrace it totally so what's the um, societal perception of the use of technology within and outside the school environment from my end what i can see is that it depends on the environment on the area where one is depends on that environment so in a more enlightened environment where we have lots of educated people you know because they know the advantage of this they are more receptive to the use of technology they believe that oh our students should be exposed to the use of technology they need it it aids their learning so it is welcomed in that quarters because they know the impact of it they know the advantage it can bring but in some instance where even the parents are not so exposed to the advantage they can get from that they don't encourage their children to go online or to even do anything at all with the computer you know we, we have a father who has a phone and he'll be like no don't touch don't touch don't touch even when the child has assignments that he can probably do online you know to aid his learning or something with monitoring anyway he can do it online with monitoring the parents may be like no 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 in this house no computer no usage of laptop no so everything should be done with moderation everything should be done with moderation with monitoring so i think the societal acceptance of technology depends on where one meets oneself but generally i i think we're becoming more aware of what it is of the advantage it can bring to us so averagely we are accepting technology into our society but i'm sure if it is accessible in our schools there'll be more acceptance among the people it's just because it's not so common we still see it as something so strange that's why the acceptance is not much in my opinion all right uh, thank you um don't buy our son lots of our honey i want back on one thing or the way that we need to get in one in the way we want a woman you want a one for a lot of money lati shamon coloco look here she won't about a couple of bits of that won't be i long to be me to me so we were a more fair way by the day me you want i don't want to fellow they don't want to do it will be a young cutty who would you move that to be a more to about it will work by the day like it's how why you are my money or for a lot of way if i say you need 
Alright, um, uh, mentioning this uh, challenges now, like the way uh, our society uh, accepts technology within and outside the school environment, what could be the possible solution for it to be more uh, accessible and even for it to be more um, acceptable in our society? Well, I think the number one solution for it to be acceptable in our society and um, to use it to be welcomed in our society is that it should start from the citadel of learning. If it is being used in the schools and if they are guided on how to use it, okay, this is a computer, you're going to do your math sums on it, this is a computer that you're going to do your quiz on it your mathematical quiz on it this is a computer and i want you to design a flyer for your creative writing um flyer or something you know when it, the usage is becoming common in schools then by the time it gets into the society it looks like the normal thing to do oh maybe your child comes on and says oh i have an assignment to do i'm told to design this you don't see it as a big deal that oh this child is designing this but it's because it is not accessible you know we don't have it readily available so that's the major problem so i think if it is readily available in the schools at least it will go around then in the cases where it is available we have the problem of supervision so if parents supervise the user too okay it's not just about oh is it available when it is available it should be supervised there are lots of applications that parents can put on any device that children are using to monitor what they are doing wow so yes That's they don't great. have to be there before they know what their child is doing online all they have to do is to put in the application and then at a particular point they just check okay what has this child been doing since morning so i think we're still fearful because we think oh once this child has this i no longer have control but we can still hold on to the control and that's where supervision comes in so we need it to be more available and we need it to be supervised in the places where it is available. Ni <laughs> 
Layo deal ni to be aye to la du ju bubu tanolo. Alright, um before Brussel will be going on this a shot. Oh, once again to be like a child. Uh, if you are just uh, joining us on the show, you are listening to Awujewa coming from coming to you from OFM 92.5. And I am Barakat Hadejmamoramoke. With me this morning, I have Mrs. Ali Ulua Fuyi Latifa. And we have been discussing um, 21st century education and digital technology era, the societal impact, implications, and the panacea. So, and uh, we've discussed a lot so far. And um, I think right now, uh, we still want to look into... I still want to look into another dimension because, um, mom, are you still with me? Yes, I'm because I have a scenario in which uh, a particular girl of uh, age 15 years and the parents claim that the girl do act for fun every time and um, in, in the notes of my auntie or my teacher asked me to do a particular assignment which I need to use a phone or Google or any other thing. So after a while the mother detected that the child is not just accessing the particular platform. She has gone beyond that. She do receive uh, calls from different uh, guys and others. And the mother said in fact she, she won't even uh, give the phone to the girl again. After a while, she reported to me that the mom is not allowing her to access the phone and blah blah, you know. So later on, I went to the mom, and the mom said there is nothing she 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 can do about that. That she's not ready to give her the phone again because of the way the girl is using the phone. So in this case now, you know, we have um uh mothers. Let me say parents. They are not lettered. How do they manage this? Because uh, it's obvious that in our society today, some of those children, they are using this uh, opportunity to do beyond what they want to do. Assuming we have uh, uh, people that are not lettered with us, how do they cope? How do they manage uh, their children? Because they really need it. Thank you. You're welcome. The advice I can give in this instance, because I'll probably call it an advice now, is that, you see... 
there's something they say, and I think it's a um, biblical quotation, that train up a child in the way he should go. Is that it? And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So the issue is that most times we just think, oh, so this child is doing this, and that's the end of it. I'll take it away from the child, and the child will never see it again. But you know that child is growing, and there'll be a time where that child will be able to control the access to that thing. So yes, you may take it away from the child for a while to correct that child. Or you may even say, okay, you will not use your money to buy it for the child. But have you effected the correction? The child has to actually learn the danger of what he or she is doing. So yes, it is not just about, okay, I want to give my child the device or I want to take it away from the child. It's also part of training. It's also part of training the child on what to do. You will not have a child that you will always go everywhere the child is going with that child. You don't follow your children to the school. Even if you drop them off at school, you don't sit with them in school. Even if you sit with them in school and the teacher watches over them, the teacher doesn't go into the restroom with them. You don't stay 24 hours with your child. So there has to be a source of training that will make that child know that this thing I'm doing is wrong and I should not be doing this. So I think it's all still comes back to do we see this thing as part of life like part of our everyday life like something that we should train them on how to use for instance now i'm trying to look at the scenario i'm trying to think of something do you tell your child that okay because you sat in the car today and you ruined the car seat because of that i'm never going to let you travel in the car again well, you know it's not possible it's not possible because if you're traveling with that child really has a child to walk while you go in the car the child will still come into that car. So the same way we should also look at the technological devices as a medium. Like it's just a means to an end. It's not the end itself. So they should learn how to control themselves. They should actually learn that discipline. And it all comes to, you know, discipline and child care. And it, it's not easy really. It needs to be consistent. There has to be follow-up. There has to be monitoring. There has to be supervision. And you know, that's how it is for everybody. When we're growing up, our parents will probably have to tell us, when well, some people are lucky anyway, once the parents tell them, stop it. You know, maybe they have a particular <laughs> yes. way they've been created that makes them stop it immediately. But for majority of children, that's the natural way for them. You tell them, you tell them again, you tell them, you keep telling them, you follow up, you supervise, you monitor, you tell, 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 tell. Till they get it till right. Till they get it right. We cannot just cut it off entirely. No. Oh, all right. Ah, auntie, I just saw later. Oh, no, no. B, I want B, you want she, she, so more neck by work, but reading to give me only or more, um, Omodumet <laughs> Ewo 
Alright ma'am, as an educationist and also as a parent, is there a particular age that a child should attain before uh, giving such a child a phone? Thank you. So when we say a phone now, I think we should break it down. Because for some people are used to giving their school and their toddlers, let's say kids of a year and a year, two years, even those below a year, some people just give them this just to play with just it. Just to play with it. Well, I think that is not the right way to approach this. Because if all the child all they want to do to that child is just give the child the tab or the computer to just touch, 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 play with it all the time, that's not the right approach. So yes, if I, I, I've read, I think I, I, read, I read a research that says that children below one should not even play with all of these devices because you know they can they have so many other things they can use to develop themselves for that age. For that age, they should be involved in some other activities that aid their development. They are gripping, they are walking, their language development and all of that. So in these cases, parents should take them away from it. So for the, let's say, three years and above, it should be with devices they can actually handle. It is not a phone. It doesn't have to be a device that is connected to the internet. It may just be something that has one or two things that can aid their development at that time. It doesn't necessarily have to be a phone that has a SIM in it that can make call or that can be connected to the internet. Then as they progress, so it means that children should also be exposed to appropriate devices at different levels. So it's not just, oh, because we think you can use phone, take phone, any phone. No, it has to be appropriate because there will be appropriate things on that, on it for that child. So I have a 10-year-old daughter, for instance. I cannot just allow her to be browsing, checking everything on the internet. Anyhow, the same way I cannot just take her to the market and drop her in the middle of the market for her to just be walking around. If I give her access to the internet, I feel as if I have dumped her in the middle of the biggest market to be walking around wow. and associating with just anybody. Wow. So there has to be a level of device that you can give to a, level, a particular level of a child. So any child 
around a particular age should be given an appropriate device for that. So you want to give a child a phone and the child is just eight years old. Please remove the SIM. Remove the internet access. And only put in the application that the child needs. Then later on, okay, maybe the child want, the child wants to do something online. Okay, connect it to the internet. And immediately it is done. Disconnect it. So it is not that, oh, the child can have a phone. 10 years has a phone. 11 years has a phone. 12 years has a phone. It is not if so when they are holding it, it's not about the phone. It's about what is that device doing. It should not be do more than they have applications that they can use to study on it. And when they are done, it doesn't have internet connection again. So a child can have a phone at an early age, but what type of phone does that child has? That's the most important thing. What type of phone does a child have at a particular point in time? So there is no age limit to having a phone or accessing uh, the phones now. It's just that what they should be able to access on the phone, that's, ma that's what matters. That's what matters. To me, from what I've read so far, because I know that there are different applications that aid children at different levels. So, okay, three years old is just learning and you know, so just what that child needs is what it and then the time should also be monitored. It's not because, oh, so a three years old can have a tablet to play with and so because of that, have it for 12 hours. No, just have it. So, it's all about supervision, the schedule and the monitoring. Alright, thank you very much. Um, Meta, so key, eh? One or no, that's if all come away, Lewa. Can she watch it away, Lewa? If we go, she will be Kilowa, Louis, away, Lewa, ye, Kilamonka, Tafisibe, and Modumeta, Tafuni, away, Lewa, Tafi, and Sim card is in your phone, Tafi, internet in your phone, and we are way by you, Quaki, Oma, why, and to buy the Modumeta, Doggy, only a wishy wishy, only a wishy wishy application. Alright, um, having said all this, I think uh, if we should have it as you've said now, there will be a kind of uh, implication on the society too. So if we should consider this process like a, a child of three years should have a particular phone, uh, a child of eight years should have a particular access and all that, what would be the societal implication? And even as an adult, now what are the uh, societal implications of um, the, uses, the usage of all these technological gadgets? Thank you. Well, 
as expected it should be positive if it is monitored but the major issue we have here is that people probably want their kids to be exposed to this but they don't want to do the monitoring if an adult is unnecessarily exposed to technological devices it's returned into a negative effect because if you just sit still in one place all day no exercise all what you do is press your phone move from one from the laptop to the computer as a desktop and all of that the person is probably going to become obese you know there's no <laughs> exercise you only stay in one place and then it begins to have effects on the eyes and all of that too so yes it is a good thing but it should be you know used with caution even for adults therefore the youth too the society society implication may still go back to if there is no monitoring they start going into yahoo yahoo as we've said earlier they start going into sites they don't need to go into some of them just make unnecessary videos online you know not minding modesty and all of that aspect of it so it's gonna become negative in that aspect too for the society and then when we talk about these children too for younger children who we probably call teenagers and below they still have to maintain social interactions with their friends not just their online friends but their neighbors everybody around them their family you know so the negative impact of overusing technology will be that let's say on a dining table for instance the father is pressing his phone the mother is pressing her phone the child is pressing a, a, a tab another child is watching a screen and they are all disconnected know they are in the same house so that's a negative impact for the family so everything should be used with time it's not just oh it's allowed and then there's no stopping right. we just use it so i think we should balance it so there should be moderation there should be moderation it should be balanced it shouldn't be tilted to one side oh you're just allowed just keep using it and then there's no because you'll even see some children staying indoor they will tell their parents that they don't even care to have their lunch neither dinner all they want uh, is to access their phone and talk to their social media friends exactly which is which is not a it's not an LD lifestyle you know there should be a time that people will come together as a family to discuss okay what did you learn today what did you see today in fact I think if there's anything that should be timed the most it should be the use of the social uh, the network the technological devices and all of that it should be time it's not something that because even for adults you know you can't spend all of your life so as we, we know you know as an adult i know that i can't spend all day online that's the same way we should start training our children okay you need this for this use it drop it all right uh thank you very much ma'am oh the ọ̀rọ̀ Bobo, 
fun oju en gba to pe ko fi gba kokon ku o nibe en ga ba wa so nipa awujo won so bi pe awujo ye awon odo odo yesin ti ko ba si bi pe igbedeke igba to ye ku won lo to igba inu mo ma wu awon site ti o ye ki won wo to de je pe eleyi ma se akuba pupo logi awujo won de tu so nipa awon ibile to pe won fi awon mo won le fun won bi pe oya won ma se ewe ko ma se ewe igba lo de yi ko ma lo bo se mu won won so nipa idile kan so wa ni ori tabili jeun ti baba to mu ewe lewe to be si nte ti ya na to mu ewe lowo e to be si nte ti omo to gbe ipad e to nte ti to tele to wo tele e gbugbu awon eleyi won ni je ki ajosopo ko wa ni ko wa ni idile abi irepo to mo to muna lori ko wa laarin won opolopo mo ti e wa nu le lata wo dale ko oliko ni jade sita ise lo mo ma te ewo ilewu e iye o nje ki okun yin kan to lodi to sele lawojo wa o fa won nkan to lodi e je ki awon ewo ilewo yi sabi awon ayelujara yi ko ni gbedeke igba ti a ma lo to ba ti lo lati wakati bayi fi sokan to fe se gbesile o se bi pe ko ma te 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 to ba ma ya a ma ri pe a be si nipa ko pa ti o lodi lawojo wa All right, uh, to wrap it up, man. What advice would you give as an experienced educationist, as a parent? Uh, what advice would you give to teachers, to learners, and uh, parents on the usage of technology, um, be it in education and outside the education environment? Well, I advise fellow educators, fellow teachers, to you know keep themselves. They should be updated. They should keep themselves updated on the usage of technology, because teaching has gone beyond just paper and pen. You know, as a teacher, you should be able to come up with content, videos that will aid your learners. You know, their understanding of what you're teaching. They should be able to probably create worksheets, create posters that will aid learning in the classroom. So it means that even as educators, we should go beyond just paper and. By we should be able to do lots of things, set quiz, you know, so educators should actually be at the forefront in the usage of technology because it is when they use it well that their learners will also learn from them and they'll be able to advise parents accordingly. So that's my advice for educators. Then for parents, I think um, the time has come for us to stop shying away from how you know educating ourselves or learning how to also teach our children how to use. These devices, because some parents probably think, oh, all I have to do is to buy to the child and let the child navigate, let the child find their way on these devices. So as parents, we are the, we're the ones to guide these children. We should guide them in the way they should go. So we should guide them at every point. So yes, we should know that the time has come for us to embrace technology into our lives. But we're not just embracing it. We are going to embrace it with knowledge. We're going to educate ourselves. And then after we've educated ourselves, we then educate our children on how to use this, on the right things they need to put on the devices to aid their learning and all of that. So to the society at large, I think the time has come for us to embrace technology. In fact, you'll be surprised that in some other advanced countries, there are some things that we are not using now that they are using. Presently. Presently. Wow. And we're going, well, that is what, we're also moving towards that. So, you know, I could remember the year ATM came to Nigeria, you know, where we take our money from the automatic teller machine. 
I at first thought, wow, how, how could we, how can we make use of this thing? Is it realistic? Like, no, exactly. I was so young. It was almost strange to it everyone. It was strange. But look at the way you will use this effortlessly now. We just go there, pam, 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 and then we get, get our money. money. So it's coming. That's technology. It's coming into our society, and we need to embrace it more. So that when it comes, my child that has learned programming, how to do this and that, will also be able to benefit from those things we won't wait when it's coming then we start calling experts from the other countries okay you have learned this you know this come and help us operate it how long will they be here so we should embrace technology we should expose our children to the right aspects of technology and they will be good for it wow um it has been an amazing moment with uh, you mom thank you very much for coming Nigeria <laughs> Technology Alright, this is where I'll be leaving you on the show today, Awujawa Society. And uh, as we do tell you that we are on a mission to make our tomorrow better than yesterday. And we should always try to impact the world. We should always educate ourselves. You can do your part and... Uh, if i am doing mine then you should do your best too so today we've discussed our 21st century education and the digital technology era the societal impact uh, the implications and the panacea so right now i will be going on a break and um till next week that will be meeting again i say do your best and make sure you leave the best from uh everything you've been doing so i have at dejumamurum okay if you want to call me or reach out to me for anything you can reach out to me on 0815 
Oh, yeah.